Blog Talk Radio.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. 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 Is now on the air. I'll be your host. Thy name, your fear, Israel. Oh, see, Royal. We're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the Beast 666, the Son of Perdition, Part 31. But we get so many memos and we have to. Detour off of some things and then get back on it. But remember, it's a three-hour broadcast, and we will cover everything that the series requires. And we got a memo saying the elder will be a few minutes late coming on the broadcast. So until that time comes, we'll see if we get something going on. And let's see who's coming on stage for the night, episode 531. And... We see Brother Job Israel is coming on stage, so let's see if we meet and, and greet Brother Job Israel about then. Brother Job Israel, tribe of Yahshua Judah. Yahweh be just right. And Yahweh bless you. Say Israel El of Seed Royal. Hallelujah. All right. All right there, Brother Job Israel. Um, the elder be a few minutes late. He'll tell you all about the broadcast, but we know on the international side we can we see it as WCC ready to go, the Latter Day Saints, the Roman Catholic Church out of New York. They are big dignitaries ready to go. So um, they got a they got a couple little memos here. Say what you touch on the Sabbath day just a little bit because we know the Sabbath day. The Christian Saturday is Sunday. So what do you think about that, Seer? Well, it's not what the Seer think about that. We'll see what the Bible says about everything. We've got, we got plenty of time to take care of a little bit of that, too. So, um, Brother Joe, I'll just take a little look at what it says in um, Matthew 10, verse 19 and 20 there, Brother Joe. Let's take a look at that for a minute and see what's going on. Make sure you write it down first. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 and 20, and then we'll kick off with that. Brother Joe, you on the clock, come on. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 and 20, and it reads this. And I'm there right now. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 and 20, and it reads, Matthew chapter 10, verse 19.
Verse 19 of Matthew chapter 19, verse 10. And he reads, But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. Verse 20. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. Mm. It says, it's not you that's speaking, it's the, it's the Father activating his word through you. That's the game changer right there. So let's go to uh, Luke chapter 12, 12 now, um, young lion, uh, brother Job Israel. Let's look at Luke chapter 12, verse 12. And we, like I said, again, we're going to make a little slight detour. We'll take a look at a couple of things. Got a couple of memos on the table. Then we're going to get going real good. But the elder be a few minutes late. And he'll tell you all about the broadcast. So, Brother uh, Job Israel, what do Luke chapter 12, verse 12, what's that say there? Brother Job. Luke. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what he ought to say. Uh-huh. So the righteous spirit do the teaching now, Brother Joe. And you're teaching that very same hour what you ought to say. So um, oh, look at a statement there, Brother Joe. Uh, can you have those see out in the book of in the book of Job, what it says yeah. in the book of Job, chapter 23, 10 down to verse 13. So make a note of that, Brother Job. Uh, matter of fact, Brother Job got something to say. This is a car boy. It's a car boy. Let's see what he got written in Job 23, verse 10 down to verse 13. What he got written there, Brother Job? Come on. Job 23. Yeah, pick it up verse 10 down to verse 13. Make a note of it, but Job 23, verse 10 down to verse 13. What's that say? Job, the book of Job 23, verse 10 to 13. And it reads this. What? He knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Verse number 11. My foot hath held his steps, his way, if I kept. And not decline. Verse 12. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips 
I have esteemed the word of his mouth more than my necessary food. Verse 13. But he is in one mind. And who can turn him? And what? His soul desire, even that he do.
19, Brother Joe. Let's see, what is the commandment that you're going to be tried on? But let's see, can you stand up on it when you're on the clock? Let's see what's going on in Exodus chapter 19, verse 3 down to verse 8. And let's see, who did he give the commandment to? And not only that, who supposed to make sure they lead the way in his commandment? Let's find out some things on the way of find out some things there, Brother Joe. Exodus chapter 19. Three, down to verse eight. You're on the clock. Brother Job, come on. Exodus chapter 19, verse three to verse eight. Exodus chapter 19, verse three. And Moses went up unto Yahweh. And Yahweh called unto him out of the mountain, saying, Thus shalt thou say to the children of Israel, of the house of Israel, and tell the children of Israel. Verse 4. Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, the Midianites, and how I bear you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. Verse 5. Now, therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me, Above all people, for all the earth is mine. Hold that point, Joe. Hey, Joe, hold that point right there. He said, now, if you keep my covenant, you'll be able to cure your people. Now, this is where precepting come in every day. So, uh, Brother Joe, put a marker there. Let's, let's precept that and see what the word peculiar means according to the Bible. He said, now, if you keep my commandments, children of Israel, you will be a peculiar people unto me. So put a marker there, Brother Joe, because we're going we gonna to flip away from that, but it's coming right back. So put a marker there, cut out, cut out you five pieces of paper or something, and put a marker there. When we come back, we get right back on the point. Let's find out what that means by, if you keep my commandments, you will be a peculiar people unto me. Go to Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. Let's find out what the word peculiar means. Peculiar people. What do that mean when I precept my Bible in the book of Exodus 7? I mean Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. Deuteronomy 7, verse 6. Let's find out what the word peculiar means. Now, come on. Okay, so I go to Deuteronomy 7, verse 6, and it, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6. Here, can I start reading? Yeah, go. Come on. 
Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6, and it reads, For thou art in righteous people unto the Yahweh, thy Yahweh. Well, well, hold on. But hold on. Hey, hey, but Joe, but Joe. Just read the way you see it. Because we we doing this not for our flesh, but to educate the nine hundred thousand on the network. Read it the way you see it through the precept. Nine, but read seven verse six exactly the way you see it. You and his name Yahweh. Come on. Seven verse six of Deuteronomy, and it reads: For thou art in righteous people. Unto the Yahweh, thy Yahweh. The Yahweh, thy Yahweh, has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. Above all. Go ahead. And what's your position? Go ahead. What's your position again is? Above all people. For ye were. Now you see. Excellent. Excellent, Joe. Now that's excellent. So he said, Moses, same Moses that's receiving the law from Yahweh in the 19th chapter. He's flipping back over there now. But he's still talking to the children of Israel. He said, now your position, children of Israel, 12 tribes, is to be a righteous people to your mighty one. Now, showing what the word peculiar means, special. That was the word means we read over that 19th chapter. So you are a special people, a righteous people, if you keeping the commandments. This only works only if you keeping the commandments. This is your statue to be above all other, other nations. But he got one stipulation. You got to be righteous, and you got to keep the law. Then you are special people to him. So that's the game changer right there. So now you can be a bloodline Israelite. But if you're not righteous, and we go and get the definition of being righteous, and 625 Deuteronomy there. Um, see, that's how the spirit operates. He'll dictate the lesson for you, but you got to know the rules. He said, you are a righteous people. Now, you got a precept there to see what that means by going to Deuteronomy 625. What that mean by being righteous? And Deuteronomy 625. What's that mean, brother Joe? Israel, come on. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments. You see that? Before you see that? So there you go. You are a righteous people to me if you do 
the command. You are a special people to me if you do the commandment. These are words you should say to the children of Israel. Here is your position, children of Israel. You are a special people to me if you do my commandment. You are a righteous people to me if you do my commandment. You will be above all nations if you do my commandment. So you see, Moses is telling them plainly, this is your position. But he got two little words there. If you do what you read out of his Bible. Now, if you do these things, you'll be above all the nations. Then Moses got no problem in 26 of Deuteronomy, verse 15 and 19. Write it down there, Joe. See, that's how the Spirit operates. See, the Spirit dictates your lesson. That's why you got to have five markers. And you put markers in there because we're going to flip away because Spirit will tell you he'll dictate the lesson to you. He's saying, listen, if you keep my law, my commandments, my statutes, you are a righteous people to me. If, see, you do these things, you above all the nations. But if you don't do these things, you ain't nothing. Yeah, through you're going to make it, but you ain't nothing. Why? Because he's giving you the precedence to step into the place and do my commandments. Now, once you do his commandments, then Moses can go watch it. We're going to Deuteronomy 26. And we're going to pick up a verse 15 down to verse 19. Hey, Brother Joe, give me a little more audio, Brother Joe, because you own something, Brother Joe. So in um, Deuteronomy 26, now Moses can go and petition for you now when you're doing right. Let's see what Moses is going to do right here in Deuteronomy 26, 15 down to verse 19. Come on. Come on, Joe. Deuteronomy 26, verse 15. To 19, look down from thy righteous habitation from heaven and bless thy people Israel and the land which thou hast given us as thou swearest unto the fathers a land that floweth with milk and honey. Verse 16. This day, the Yahweh, thy Yahweh, hath commanded thee to do these statutes and judgments. Thou shalt therefore keep and do them with a mind, with thy mind, and with all thy soul. Verse 17. Thou hast avouched the Yahweh this day to be thy Yahweh and to walk in his ways 
and to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgment and to hearken unto his voice. Verse 18. And the young boy has about this be this day to be his peculiar people as he has has promised thee, and that thou shouldest keep all his commands. Verse 19, and to make thee high above all nations, which he hath made in praise. So there it is right there. So Moses can go to the throne and petition for the children of Israel. If the children of Israel keep his laws, statutes, and commandments, their position is to be above all the nations. Above all nations. Not all nations. If he made a separation for the children of Israel. If the children of Israel were settled to the place and do what the Bible tells them to do, then you are special people to me, a righteous people to me, and above all the nations on the face of earth. If you keep my law, statutes, and commandments. So there you got two letters. You got two letters. I am. If you keep my law, you are special to me. If you don't keep my law, you're not special to me. You gonna hear about it? See? So there's right there. So far, that's what we have covered. Now, Mother Eve is coming to the stage. Mother Eve, you know, you know I, I I like to holler in that microphone. I, I ain't hollering that microphone about two or three good old days. But I wanna holler in that microphone too. I'm one of the mothers out of Camp One. And I want to holler in that microphone, because I know what I got to do. So when you meet Mother E with a loud voice, you say, one of the most out of Camp One, hey, Mother E, y'all want to be there see Roy? Y'all want to be there see Israel, a see Roy, and we y'all Hallelujah, You see that? See, that's what we're all about. Because we know we got a big job ahead of us. We got the land, it's bacon, it's North, East, South, West, we got a big job to do, but we got to get the teachers in place to be able to teach the Bible, not their feelings or emotions. We got to teach the Bible. And we know Mother Z is closed by, she'll give a commentary probably in this lesson a little bit later, and we'll find out. So we found out that he laid on the table. If we if we do the Bible, the children of Israel, the children of Israel, the one you call today, African Americans, Negro, color, and supercolor, that is the children of Israel of the Bible. That's not not the ones over there over there in Jerusalem now. In Israel today. They, 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 that's called a deadly step. And a deadly step is real big. I mean, they have you thinking that you doing something you ain't doing nothing. A daily step is bad. But guess where it started from? 1948, when the people on the land of Israel 
stole your identity, told you you African-American Negro to this day, and you still can't figure out how to get your identity, your duplication back, because you think you African-American Negro and color and Christian. But once you finally wake up and find out this Bible, it's about you, for you, and to you, the children of Israel. But you got to keep his law. You got to keep his captive. And you got to keep his commandments. Hey, hey, Marie, what is there in Numbers 15, 15, and 16, Mother? Hey, Marie, help those out, Mother, and 29. Let, let me show you what this man's saying. This is Moses. Moses the one who wrote the first five books. If we do what the Bible tells us to do, and know that we are the children of the book, the people over in the land of Denisel, and Denisel is real big. I mean, they'll, they'll beat you down so bad they have you uh, doing everything. They have you buying houses, buying cars, buying everything, and, 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 and you sitting on the sideline teaching just as you walk. But these things is to happen to you to get you prepared to help others. We'll take care of that in this lesson, too. Never know. Hey, hey, Marie, what do Numbers chapter 15, 15, 16, and 29 say, Marie? Welcome back to the national audience and deliver Numbers 15, 15, and 16, and 29. Come on, Marie. The book of Numbers, chapter 15. Verse 15, 16, and 29. Verse 15, one order shall be both for you of the congregation and also for the strangers that so journey with you. One order for ever in your generation, as you are, so shall the stranger be before the Yahweh. Verse 16, one law and one manner shall be for you and for the strangers that so join you with you. Verse 29, you shall have one law for him that sinneth through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Israel and for the strangers that so join it among them. Yeah, so he says, to the children of Israel, it ain't but one way. You got to lead. You cannot follow the other nations. They got to follow you. So if you follow the other nations, for example, okay, let me show you how you follow the nation. His name is four letters, Y-H-W-E. You can ask your telephone. You can say, telephone, what is God's true name? You know what come at? Y-H-W-E. It's just easy. Hey, telephone. What is God's true name? It'll show it to you. Y-H-W-A. It's just that easy. You can say a telephone. When did they invented the confession book, the Roman Catholic Church confession book? They said that happened in the 1500s. In the 1500s? You mean the Roman Catholic confession book it is not from the mighty one of states? No. No. Pope Gregory's um Nephew invented that book where you sit there and talk to a man on the little side of, of, of the board and he's taping it out now. That ain't but 500 years old. Huh? Yeah, so when, you, when you're when talking to a confession book, 
That was invented by the sons of Esau. The one taking your identity. They call now the Roman Catholic Church the Pope, the Cardinals, and the Bishops. See, that's why keep the commandments. You will spot that like spotting a big old elephant coming down with a bow town. His name ain't before letter. But then you have some say his name is Jehovah, Jireh, and Nisi. Well, that's past four letters. But Jehovah, if you put the name down there and pull the vowels out, take the J back to the I and the Y, you see the four letters. That's a color up too. So when you call him Jehovah, that's a color up. See, we we prepared to teach you what you need to know. That's why it's so important to understand about the land, school, banquet hall, and the radio station. Get in where you've been in at so we can help you and the loved ones that you know. It's time to read the Bible uncut. So now, we're going back to uh, Brother Joe. So we're in Exodus chapter 19 there, Brother Joe. And he told the children of Israel, now listen. Yahweh told Moses, if you do what I tell you to do, this is your position, to be peculiar, which means special people, of, to me, above all the people. But the stipulation is you keeping the law and not following them, they got to follow you. So pick it right back up, Joe, where the word peculiar means special, and pick it up right back there and, and come on and read a little bit more. Come on. Chapter 19. And it reads. What verse? What verse you read? read? What verse? I'm going to read verse 5. Okay. It reads, Now therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. <laughs> All right. Where you at, Brother Joe? One verse six now. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a righteous nation. These are the words that which thou shalt speak. Unto the children of Israel. Verse 7. And Moses came and called for the elders of the people and laid before their faces all these words which the Yahweh commanded him. <laughs> Verse 8. And all the people answered together and said, all that the Yahweh has spoken, we will do. All that the Yahweh has spoken, we will do. And Moses returned the word of the people unto the Yahweh. <laughs> All right, good. So 
now. Now you heard the children of Israel say it. All that you say, we'll do. Now go to Numbers chapter 30 with verse 1 and 2. Let me show you how to, what kind of contract that, you, that Yahweh makes. See, right now we got made a contract by getting what they call them things, um, affidavits, contracts, sign this, sign this. No. But according to the Bible, let me show you what a contract is according to the Bible. In Numbers 30, verse 1, 2. Hey, Mother E, tell me um, Isaiah 56, 1 through 8. Wait, no, me, Mother, Mother E. Isaiah 56, 1 through 8. Now, we're going to show you a contract of the Bible. They said, Hey, Moses, tell Yahweh all that you say, we're going to do it. Okay, good. Let's see what will happen in, in Numbers 30, verse 1 and 2 of But Job. By making that statement out the mouth, what will happen? Numbers 30, verse 1 and 2. What happened? Numbers 30, verse 1 and 2. And Moses spake unto the head of the tribe concerning the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Yahweh has commanded. Verse 2. If a man vow a vow unto the Yahweh, or swear a oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeded out of his mouth. You see that? So you see how the Bible, how the Bible, David is. I mean, I heard that word so much. You know, I hear that word. I cringe. I affidavit. I need an affidavit. This. I need an affidavit. This. I heard that word so much. I said, man, that word there make you cringe. Everything you do, gotta have an affidavit for it. Gotta have an affidavit for it. According to the Bible, when you know what what Yahweh is saying, when you open your mouth, you're willing to come to with him. And they said, all that all that you say, Yahweh, Moses, go tell them we gonna do it. See that? So there go your covenant right there. So now the seal picked up on that, and. The 56th chapter of Isaiah. Listen real good what the seer, Isaiah, he, he pulled all the verses, and look what he put down with Mother E. Get ready to read in Isaiah 56, 1 down to verse 8. What did it say there, Mother E? Come on. The book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse 1 through 8. Verse 1. Thus said the Yahweh, he you judgment and do justice for my salvation is near to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Verse 2. Blessed is the man that doeth this and the son of man that lays hold on it that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and keepeth his hand from doing any evil. Verse 3, neither let the son of the stranger that had done it himself to the Yahweh speak, saying, The Yahweh had utterly separated me, 
from your people. Neither let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. Verse 4. For thus said the Yahweh unto the eunuch, that keepeth my Sabbath, and choose the thing that pleases me, and take hold of my covenant. Verse 5. Even unto them will I give in my house and within my walls a place and a name better than of sons and of daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Verse 6. Also the sons of the strangers that joined themselves to the Yahweh to serve him and to love the name of the Yahweh, to be his servant. Even everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and taketh hold of my covenant. Verse 7, even them will I bring to my righteous mountain and make them darker in my house. A prayer. Their their burnt offering and their sacrifice shall be accepted upon my altar. For my house shall be called an house of prayer for all people. Verse 8. Yahweh, Yahweh, which gathers the outcasts of Israel, said, Yes. Will I gather others to him besides those that are gathered unto him? Uh-huh. Oh, that's arena, mother. Hey, hey, mother, read verse two again. Uh, verse two again, mother. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 2. Blessed is the man that doeth this, and the son of man that lays hold on it, that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it, and keepeth his hand from doing any evil. Oh, so you blessed uh, a mother. Is that correct? Is, is it saying that um, you blessed if you keep the Sabbath day? That what pleases our mighty one. Is, is that what verse 2 saying, that mother? Marie? That's what it said. It says we bless if we keep the mighty one Sabbath day. Is that what it right. said again, Mother? One more time. I, I want to make it make it plain. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> it says, I'm going to read it again. Verse 2. Okay. Verse 2. Blessed uh-huh. is the man that doeth this, and the son of man that lays hold on it, that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it, and keepeth oh. his hand from doing any evil. Oh, okay. So you're blessed if you keep the Sabbath day. And, right. and if you do the Sabbath day, because, you know, if you look at the Detectives, more crime happens between 
sundown Friday and sundown Saturday any other time of the week. And that's the day you're supposed to be keeping the Sabbath day. See, if you kept the Sabbath day, sundown Friday and sundown Saturday, that's when the children of Israel get, get full of liquor and then they get chance to be running the car, slammed all down. They got everybody getting time and ass between Friday night and Saturday night. So that's when we got our, our paycheck, those got a paycheck coming. And we and, and then we just tear up things and and the kitchen just run up high is everything. Everybody on earth. And Friday night, Saturday night. But the children of Israel will be keeping the Sabbath day. You know? Mm-hmm. He said that pleases him. Then he said something, mother. And first John on the right side of the book, chapter three, verse twenty-two. Hey, hey, mother, he, he said something about if you keep my Sabbath day and do the things that pleases me. Then he told John, beloved, would you put this in the New Testament in the book? First John three twenty-two on the right side of the book. Hey, mother, he. What it says in First John three twenty two on the right side of the book. What it say, Mother E? First John chapter three verse twenty two. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. You see that? Then He said, "Ask me something." Then He said, "Ask me something." But make sure you're keeping the Sabbath day. Listen. Okay? Let me pause for a minute. Let me, let me read some recorded history. Okay, he said, now, children of Israel. Tell the children of Israel. Now ask me something. He said, John Ryder. Let, let, let me read recorded history. It says, recorded history, historical document. By the year of 325, Constantine have came into full power and a large council was called while he was leader of the Christian church from all over the empire, was commanded to come. Everybody that's leaders of the Christian church, come, 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 in 325 A.D. This was a council of Nisa. Nisan, doing with the church leaders decree that Easter must be kept only on a certain Sunday of each year. This is good. Instead of the biblical manner of Leviticus 23, the Passover, has been observed by Christians of to that time. Immediately after Constantine issued a decree that everyone must obey the ruling of this council or pain, imprisonment, or death. So you see that? Pain imprisonment or death. If you didn't keep Constantine 
new way of Christian leaders the church and 325 AD he said you tell all the cardinals and the bishops this is what you do to those that don't listen put pain on them imprisonment and if they don't reform then death yeah. what do you mean by pain he kept the preacher not teaching on sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. You go where he, where he at, hit him in the mouth, put some pain on him. If that don't reform him, come back and catch him next time and drag him out. If, and then if that don't reform him, the next thing is death. So that's the reason we're not keeping the day of the Bible. Because it was passed down of pain, imprisonment, or death. Now, I want to go to, now, you know, once we were in school once upon a time ago, and, and the teacher tell you, remember, I'm going to give you a lot of questions, a lot of words. Go into your dictionary and look it up. Look it up in your dictionary. Hey, hey mother, have me just in two, three, wait, no. But go in your dictionary and look up these words. And if you put down what the dictionary say, then you get a good grade. Now we're going to the, the new lexicon, Westwood Dictionary of the English Language. I'm going to look up on page 875. I'm going to look up Sabbath. What that means, Sabbath. I'm going to look it up and see what it reads on page 875. What, is, what do it mean? Sabbath. The seventh day of the week. Sabbath is the seventh day of the week. From sundown Friday until sundown Saturday. The Sabbath it's sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. It's, what is it here? The seventh day of the week. Okay. The Sabbath is the seventh day of the week. But what day is the seventh day of the week? So I, so I go back to the dictionary thing, and I couldn't find seventh day of the week in it. But I found Friday. Let's see what it said for Friday. I'm going to go look and see what it said for Friday. See, this is to edify those that got here. We're going to look up on it and find out what day is Friday. Now, Friday, we're going to look for Friday. Let me see. I'm going to look up for Friday. Okay. Let's see what it said for Friday. On page. 3-8, Friday, the sixth day of the week. Wait a minute. Friday is the sixth day of the week. So after Friday comes Saturday. Friday is the sixth day of the week. Okay, wait a minute. Nah, I don't know how that, that don't sound like to me. So go ahead and dig there again. Then look up Thursday then. Look up Thursday and see what it 
see what they the Thursday is. We're going to see what they Thursday, according to the dictionary. First, we're going to look up Thursday. Let's see what day this is. It's on page 1031. It says Thursday, the fifth day of the week. Wait a minute. Thursday is the fifth day of the week? Well, what is Wednesday then? Let's go look up Wednesday. It says on page 1116, Wednesday, the fourth day of the week. Oh, so what is Tuesday then? Let's look up Tuesday then. Okay, Tuesday. Let's see what today Tuesday is. We're going to find out what day Tuesday is. See, sometimes you got people with degrees all on the wall. I mean, educators can go on the computer, turn upside down, and kick it around, and look up everything you've done from day one to day two, and don't even know what day is the worship day of the Bible. Matter of fact, you know you got a millionaire, a billionaire. It's a billionaire. You know, uh, a billionaire. What did this billionaire say? Let me just see this billionaire say. A billionaire. And what you go through brings what's already in you out. Okay. So what path or religion? For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Oh, so you think... Friday night to Saturday night, that is the day that the children of Israel, the African-American Negro, that's when he get his head busted, run in the cars, get kicked in the ring, haul down to the police station, break out, all because you don't know that the children of Israel made agreement. And that covenant stands today. They said, Moses killed the mighty one, all that you say we will do, we will keep the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. So they went into a covenant with him to keep it. But if you don't keep the covenant, all these curses going to come up on you, you see? So what will happen? And that's why it's so important to understand about the land, school, banquet, all the radio station. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for your loved ones that going to fall in the same victimized trouble today by not keeping the Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. We find out Constantine and 325, he struck down the Bible Sabbath day and gave you Sunday, first day of the week. Then he gave you a trinity to tell you you got three things that you don't abide by my rule. He said, at the council, he said, to all of the 
carnals and uh, pastors and uh, bishops. Pain, imprisonment, or death. First thing you do, you go in there while his congregation is going real good and hit him right in the mouth. Bang! Hit him in the mouth. <laughs> you know, you know what happened to the Camarine, everybody watching the preacher fall off side the rock, and you leave. You come back the next time if they keep him Friday night, Saturday night, and drag him out and take him in prison and drag him out of there. Oh, God, no. And, and then, then he let him out again. If you catch him again, then death. So there go your trinity. Pain, imprisonment, and death. There go your trinity of the Bible. So now you're trinity. See that? By not keeping the Sabbath. So now let's go back to the, to the dictionary. I'm looking for Tuesday. I want to know what day Tuesday is. Not the, you know, Tuesday. And, uh, hey, is um, Mosey around here, ask that telephone, what is God's true name? Ask that telephone, say, telephone, what is God's true name? Well, I look for two. You're not here right now, yeah. Okay, hallelujah, bro. I'm looking for Tuesday, mother. I'm in the dictionary, you know, because when we went to school, they tell you, go look up your, get your dictionary now and look up everything you need to know in your dictionary. Okay, I'm on page 1060. It says Tuesday. Tuesday, the third day of the week. Tuesday, the third day of the week? You mean that's in the dictionary? Yeah. Tuesday is the third day of the week. Okay, what? Monday is. What Monday is this? Let's go see what Monday is. We're going to see what Monday is now. Monday. According to the dictionary. You know, if you want a good grade, look it up in, on your dictionary. We're going to look for Monday. You know, Oprah Winfrey is a billionaire, and she didn't know. I wonder who else don't know. But we're going to edify them tonight on basic things. And all you got to do is go in your dictionary. Monday is the second day of the week. So what is the first day? 
can't figure out. These preachers have just messed us up so bad we can't even figure out to, to take a dictionary and look up Sunday. Take a dictionary. On page 992, let's see what it says. Sunday, the first day of the week. The day of the S-U-E. What? You mean Sunday is the day of the sun? It's the first day of the week? Yes. Sunday is the first day of the week. Uh, bishops, cardinals, teachers, preachers, and folk. Listen, Sunday is the first day of the week. But then, well, what's the blessing in the Bible? Well, mother's going to read it for you. Genesis chapter 2, verse 3. Let's find out. Let mother tell you what the blessed day of the Bible is. Let's see what a, this is the day that the Almighty have made. It's a Sunday. Find out. Hey, mother. Hey, mother, what did Genesis 2, verse 3 say? The book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 3. And Yahweh blessed the seventh day. And sanctified it, because that in it he has rested from all his works which Yahweh created and made. Wait a minute, mother. You mean the blessed day is what number, mother? The seventh day. The seventh day. And the seventh day is not Sunday, is it, mother? No. You see, so if anybody tell you the blessed day is the Sunday day, no, Sunday is the first day. The Bible's blessed day is number seven. (laughs) Number seven. That's the Bible blessed day. You mean all my life, I thought when Uncle Buck and, and Auntie Betty was taking me to the church on Sunday, I thought they were doing me some justification. No. No. They were following tradition of mama, granddaddy, everybody. They was all bewitched. Sunday is the first day of the week. Sunday is the day of the S-U-N. You know that thing up there that got that 86 degrees on it? So when you're going to worship on Sunday, you worship the S-U-N, not the Bible Sabbath day. The Bible Sabbath day, we just got to read. Go back and read one more time. Which called the Sabbath. It's not, well, my Sabbath day is Sunday. No, your Sabbath day is what the Bible says it is. But you got somebody saying plainly, uh, hey, um, I mean, uh, Brother Joe of Israel. Can you help to see it out in St. John chapter 14, verse 29, 30? Because we were forewarned about these things. When he came into the body, he forewarned us about some things. In St. John chapter 14, verse 29, 30. Not that we wasn't warned about it. Let's see what it says that we can read in St. John chapter... 14, 29, 30. Hey, what is that, Brother Job Israel? St. John, 14, 29, 30. 
We have a business here. Uh, All right, there, uh, Brother Joe. We'll keep talking to you until you, until you, you grab it, buddy. St. John chapter 14, verse 29 and 30. We're going to find out something on the way to find out something. You see what Oprah Winfrey say? She said, no, nah, you know I'm a billionaire. But I didn't know that I was doing the worship thing on the wrong day. I didn't know it. And I'm a billionaire. That's what she said. And what you go through brings what's already in you out. Okay. So what, for your first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Is there now? This is a billionaire. Now, this billionaire influenced many women, don't don't, by being a billionaire. So, what was her speech? Look how many people she unsteered wrong. A billionaire didn't know we got all types of degrees on the wall. Didn't even know that Sunday is the first day of the week, the day of the sun. She didn't know that the Sabbath day on page 875 says this, Sabbath, the seventh day of the week, from Friday until sundown on Saturday.
committed. You asked them what time, what time, and what and what meal did you have before you commit the crime? What was the last meal you had before you put that thing on them? Before you commit that crime, you know a meal they're gonna be, they're gonna say they gonna have. They had some kind of pig meat sandwich. They had some bacon and some eggs. Some pig meat. They had some pig meat. Pig meat. The last meal they had before they commit the crime was eating that pig. What did Yahweh tell you about that pig? Huh? And you got big preachers. You got the Pope. Every every chance he gets, he wants to take him a knife and run down one more pig snoop, cut him, soak him in vinegar, turn him upside down, and cut that pig. But what did the man in the Bible tell you? How did you the replacement for him? And you're not doing nothing he told you not to do. Uh, Mother E, what he tell us not to do in the book of chapter 11, verse 1 and 2? What he tell us, Mother? The book of chapter 11, verse 1 and 2, is skip down to 7, down to verse 11. What did he say tell us but not to do? Let's find out in the book because the Pope, they, they get a Pope tonight. Hey, Pope, go on, cut that. Cut that old pig down and put some black-eyed peas with that old pig, Pope. And old Pope cut that pig off. Meat just fall off. The, they ain't got no bones. Just meat just fall off. Huh? Pig meat. Pig meat. What he say to Moses to tell the children of Israel? You know the one you call African-American, Negro, and color? What he say in 11 verse 1 and 2, Mother E? What he say, Mother E? Book of Leviticus, chapter 11, verse 1 and verse 2. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Down to verse 7. Down to verse number 12. Leviticus chapter 11 verse 7 and the swine thus though he divided the hoop and be crew-footed yet he chooseth not the crew he is unclean to you verse 8 of their flesh shall you not eat and their carcass Shall you not touch? They are unclean to you. Verse 9. These shall you eat of all that are in the water. Whatsoever have thin and scales in the water, in the sea, and in the river, them shall you eat. Verse 10. All that have not thin and scales in the sea, and in the rivers of all them, of all that moveth in the water, and of any living thing which is in the water, they shall be abomination unto you. Verse 11. They shall be even 
an abomination unto you. You shall not eat of their flesh, but you shall have their carcass in abomination. Verse 12. Verse 12. Whosoever has no fins, no scales, in the water, that shall be abomination unto you. Yeah. Let me say, yeah. so now, you talk about the water. Hey, uh, Brother Job had me 41 to 47. Wait a minute, Brother Job. In the bigger chapter 11, uh, 41 to 47 had it waiting on me, Brother Job. But now listen what he say. He said, now, don't eat no hog. Don't eat no pig. Don't eat no pig meat. Now it's time for what to eat in the water. It's saying the water got to have feds and scales on it. That means you don't eat no crab. They got a, they got a place called, uh, you know, the crab house. You got, you got um, frogs jump around in the water. You don't eat no frog legs. You got shrimp. They don't have fins and scales on it. You eating shrimp. You eating turtle. You eating catfish. Catfish don't have no scales on it. But you know what they do for catfish? Yeah, they, they fish uh, those out of Louisiana. They catch the catfish and they like to make what's called a good gumbo with catfish head in it. They take the catfish and they have to put four, five, six, seven, eight heads of catfish in there. Shrimp, yeah. lobster, all that stuff up in there, and they call it a gumbo. And you wonder why when you eat that, do you spin all around and fall out on the couch, and now you need to cook. Now you eat gumbo and all, and wonder why you're taking high blood pressure pills. Huh? High blood pressure pills. Because you eat gumbo and you eat pig meat. Almighty said, don't touch it and don't eat it. If it don't have fins and scales in the water, you don't eat it. You don't eat no octopus. You don't eat no rattlesnake. You don't go downtown to the restaurant they got where they sell rattlesnake sandwiches. Yeah. Snake sandwiches. Chinese and Japanese. Pig eat. Then you eat all that stuff, and then you go to the wrong day to worship Sunday morning at 9 o'clock to see the Pope standing in the window with a long shirt <laughs> on with no fringes on. Speaking Latin, and you said, look, he's really talking. The man is taking your life. <laughs> then he tell you, get over to that confession booth that was created in the 1500s by Pope VI. Nephew, the cardinal, he created a way to make Pope the sixth Pope, uh, what's his name? Pope Pius the sixth. They created that in the 1500s. You see what you do? 
Now you got people tell you about go make a comeback. Come back in the loop. Huh? Take the devil without credit in the 1500. So understand something. We got the wrong day right, wrong, and we got the way we eat is wrong. That's why we dying and taking all that mess. You got more medicine. Look on, look on your jaw. Look, look at that. Look at all that. Look, look on your phone. You got a feed dial to call Doc Cook. Huh? High blood pressure pills. Yeah. yeah. Now, speaking of verse 41, uh, uh, 11 chapter verse number 41. Come on, uh, Brother Joe. Leviticus 11, 41, down to verse 47. Okay, 11, 41. Got it, Virgil? Yeah, that's what I just thought you said, 41 to 47. I was trying to stop. Yeah, come on, it's a little ring. Leviticus 11, 41, down to verse 47. Come on, Virgil! Okay, it's a big, Leviticus 11 was 47. I was super long with it. You should have had that. Been waiting on me, bud, Joe. No, long I time ago. I got a long way for a reason. Give you chance to get to me. Leviticus 11, 41 down to verse 47. What is that, bud, Joe? Leviticus 11, verse 41 to 47. And it reads, Leviticus 11, verse 40, 41, 47, and he reads this. And every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth shall be an abomination. It shall be, it shall not be eaten. Verse 42. Whatsoever goeth upon the belly, and whatsoever goeth upon the four, or whatsoever hath more peace among all creeping things that creep upon the earth, then ye shall not eat, for they are an abomination. Verse 43, ye shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creepeth, neither shall ye make yourselves unclean with them that ye should be defiled thereby. Verse 44. For I am Yahweh, your Yahweh, ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves and ye shall be righteous, for I am the righteous. Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping things that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 43. For I am the Yahweh that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt, Israel, to be your Yahweh, 
Ye shall therefore be righteous, for I am righteous. Verse 46 here. This is the law of the beast and the fowl and of every living creature that moveth in the waters and every creature that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 47. To make a difference between the unclean and the clean and between the beasts that may be eaten and the beasts that may not be eaten. Yeah. But you got to make a difference what you put in your mouth. You can't let that preacher tell you that you, if you smother, if you smoke that hog and keep it in, in the smoke hog and Turn upside down and, and drop him off in some dirt and all that. I don't care what you do to that hog. That hog that the Almighty told you don't touch it and don't eat it. Mm-hmm. That right there is the reason why we we in trouble today, and that's why we have so many health problems today. For eating hog and keeping Sunday the wrong day. See? Because he told you, ask me something if you keep my law. Hey, Mother E, what it says in Isaiah 58, Mother? Twenty out of verse 14, Mother E. Hey, Mother E, what, what can we read in Isaiah 58, verse 12 out of verse 14, that Mother E? What does it say, that Mother E? The book of Isaiah, chapter 58. Verse 12 to what? The 14th. Isaiah chapter 58. Verse 12 to 14. Verse 12. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old ways places. Thus shall rise up the fountain foundation of many generations, and thus shall be called the repair of the fruit branches, the restore of the path to dwell in. Verse 13, if thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my righteous day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of uh, the Yahweh animal, and shall honor him not doing thine own way, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thy own word. Verse 14. Then shall the delight thyself in the Yahweh, and I will call thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, Israel, thy father, where the mouth of the Yahweh has spoken. Uh, 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 read verse 13 again, Moses. Look at the real chapter. Read 13 again, real chapter. Okay. Isaiah chapter 38, verse 13. If I turn away their foot from the Sabbath, 
from doing the from doing the pledges on my righteous day and called the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Yahweh honorable and shall honor him not doing thine own way, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thy own words.
Brother Job, Israel. And in this case, he's talking about the popes, the pastors, and everything else in 531. In this case, what do we say in Jeremiah 531 there, Brother Job? Let's hear you say. 531, come on. Jeremiah, your 531, come on. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 31. And it reads, Jeremiah 531. These seers prophecy falsely, and the priests be ruled. By their genes. And my people love to have it so. And what will he do in the end thereof? He said, he might, he said hey, 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 mother, don't read that verse. Hey, mother, read that verse over, mother, 531. Listen good at that, Joe. So now, he said, but what you going to do in the end? What you gonna do when you find out that that pope been lying to you? Been having you on the wrong day? Been having you with a fifteen hundred confession booth? He been having you eating hog with some black eyed peas, eat shrimp, monsters? He been having you keeping Easter to the Passover? He said, "What you gonna do in the end when you find this man been lying to you? What you what what you gonna do when you find this man been lying to you? The Christian church been lying to you? The pastors been lying to you? What are you gonna do in the end?" Hey, Mo, read that verse, Mother. 531. What it say? Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 31. The shepherds, the pastors, falsely, and the priests bear rule by their means. And my people love to have it so. And what will we do in the end thereof? You said a bishop, the cardinal, the Pastors, the Christian uh, teachers, they've been lying to you. And you're going to give them all that money. How many years? And now they've been lying to you. You know, that's the worst thing to find out somebody that's going to lie to you. You know, you're not going to take that too lightly. Especially you've been spending your hard-earned money. You've been watching your mama, your brothers, your cousins, all run to that Roman Catholic church on the wrong day. Wrong name, wrong everything. Eating hog, keeping Easter, putting lint, putting smut all over your face, doing the Easter bunny, bunny. What? What do an egg and an Easter egg and a rabbit got to do with each other anyway? Huh? What do an egg and a bunny rabbit? What? They, what? They ain't got nothing in common. Huh? Nothing in common. You see, I mean, it was just reading with the Bible and come out of the twenty-one sixteen of Congregation of the Dead, you'd be able to help yourself and those who come after you. You know, it's time to help them. That's why it's so important to get in where you've been in. Land, school, banquet hall, radio station. The land is before you everywhere. Get in where you've been in, Mother E. Let's go. And now, Peter, 
the way of righteousness. Then after they have known it, to turn from the righteous commandment delivered unto them. Verse 22. But it is, but it has happened, but it is happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to his own box again. And the soul that was washed to her, wallowing in the night. Now, I don't care how trained a dog you got. A dog will eat his meal, and he'll bonk it, bonk, bonk it up. And that dog will bonk all over the place. That dog will go right back and eat that same vomit right back up. So if you say, wait a minute, animal dog, sure, I got tags on my, I got tags on me. But ain't, ain't my nature as a dog? He said the same way it is once you understand that this man been lying to you. He used that really, he, he, he spoke in the head, not above the head or under. If you know from this lesson, the Sabbath day star when the sun goes out on Friday, sun goes out there. You know. That is the blessed day of the Bible. Sunday is the wrong day of the week. Oprah is a billionaire, and she didn't know it, but she's already a billionaire. She didn't know. For your first job uh, working as an intern with Will Smith, you say to them, look, I have to have the Sabbath off. Yes. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday Sunday. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Isn't it that? Now, Oprah is a billionaire. She, now she knows that all her life she's been going to worship on Sunday. All her life. Billionaire. She found out that she's wrong. What has she done about it? I don't know. Did she fulfill free radio after you are known the truth and you return back to your vomit? Sunday is vomit. Eating hog is vomit. All this. So what is, what is she? I don't know. Maybe somebody might tell her. See, I don't know. What is Oprah doing? Is she keeping Friday night, Saturday night? Or is she just looking at that money? And knowing that she would not get her endorsement, because I heard she might want to run for president in one twenty years. I don't know, but you know, but he made it. But he made it plain. Hey, mother, he made it plain in James four four down to verse eight, mother. Hey, mother, see, I gotta watch the spirit operate. We know you're holding me, Nehemiah, mother. Uh, nine 
12 through 14, but the middle spirit said, no, see, I don't want that right now. I want you to go get me James, Yachwater's father's brother, and I want you to take 31 is to put that down. And let me tell you something. Those that have the comprehensive understanding, you take this tape, get you a CD player, whatever that was talked about the much, then that put a label on it. Because we don't know what kind of label we're going to put on things. We don't know who it's going to So put a label on this and give it to your preacher. Give it to your preacher and tell him if you want to talk about it, come to class. We got the young lines up. We got land on both sides. We got big old tape. Put big tape out there. And you give you a microphone. Show us why you keep it Sunday. And calling on the wrong name. We got some young lines of, uh, you come, you call the international line, 6005579, and invite and, and your preacher to come on by Camp 1 or Boston Hill 2 is like. Well, they can go to Camp 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. There's no way yet. We'll put a table out there for you. We'll put a nice round table out there for you. We got land on either side, south, east, north, west. We put a big old table there for you. And we'll show you with the microphone that you is destroying yourself and everybody come in contact with you by keeping the wrong day and the wrong name. We put some young lines on you, and that's what the school is all about, to help the loved ones. So give us a call, 224-600-5579. Any of you got a pastor, you think your pastor needs to be checked? Look, look, Mr. Pastor, I'm going to give you your tithes, your free will offerings, and your donation. But you got a ministry saying we're doing it wrong. You know, if we tell our kids that you're doing wrong, you look for wrong results. Is we keeping the wrong day or not? Is we keeping Sunday? Is that wrong? But show me the Bible where it's wrong. Or, if you want to, I'll take you over to Camp 1, and they're going to put a tape out there for you, and you come out there and get you a nice uh, microphone and and show why you keep it in the wrong day, Sunday. In the dictionary, it tells you Sunday is the first day of the week. Sunday is the first day of the week. It tells you in your dictionary. Then you take your telephone and say, Telephone, smartphone, what is God's true name? And he'll tell you. Y-H-W is the true name. So, Mr. Preacher, you got the answer for this. Listen, I'll pay you my time. I'll pay you my free will offer. Why are we eating this hog? Why are we cutting up hog and doing Easter? Tell me, Preacher. I'm telling you about this. But someone might want to change. They said, I don't know. You never know. But take this tape, put a label on it, and give it to your preacher. And tell your preacher he's welcome to come to Camp 1. We can sit in our nice table out there in the land south, east, north, west of the temple. And we can let him put on his case. Why are you keeping Sunday? Why are you keeping Lord God and Jesus? 
Why are you doing Christmas, Easter, and Thanksgiving? Why? Why are you doing everything contrary to the Bible? Why you got that smut on your face? Why? Why you ain't wearing no prison? Why? We'll let him talk until he run out of air. He can, he can talk. We got classes on Saturday from 12 o'clock to Sunday. We let him talk all he wants, and we bury him now. Put the young lines on. The young lines will let you talk all the way. Why are you keeping Sunday first day of the week? The blessed day is number seven. Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday. We don't supposed to eat no hog, no touch no hog. And we don't supposed to be invite over Aunt Lula Bell to eat no gumbo from New Orleans with a whole bunch of catfish heads inside of us and shrimp, lobster, octopus, and a whole lot of seasoned, carry seasoned sauce in there. They said, God, dog, my head's spinning. And he goes, sit down, child. Yeah, you're going to spin like a top. Eat some gumbo. Some gumbo. You see, and hogs. That's a recipe for a disaster. See? So it, it's up to you. But we welcome anytime. Your preacher can come by, camp on, and sit out there in the yard. We put a nice cave out there for them. And give him the microphone. Find out what, hey, hey, preacher, why do you keep Sunday? And we have a dictionary out there. The dictionary says Sunday is the first day of the week, day of the fun. It actually, uh, let's see how he wig out and watch him wig out of that. Why do you do something? Why are you following the Catholic Church, com- Catholic confession book, and on record said it started in the 1500s? And when it tell you in Revelation chapter 1, 7 through 9, and 4 1, John writes the hereafter. When John put his pen down, he told the hereafter. Never mention about a confession booth of the Roman Catholic Church. That is a identity theft over there in 1948 over in Israel. That's a identity theft. So you're identity. They say they're you. They say you ain't nothing. You have an American Negro. Huh? Color folks. Don't you know you're the biblical Israelite? If you return back to the Bible to help yourself and your loved ones, Yahweh will show the next move. That's how he comes his airways humble with you. Six nights a week to show you you got to make a change. Come back to the Bible. But it's going to be trouble now. Let me show you. Let's read that. What what we got, Mother? Let's hold that up, Mother. Let's show you that it's going to be trouble and Deuteronomy 4, 1 and 2. Let me show you. You're gonna, I mean, it's going to be trouble. But let's, let's read a bit about the trouble and what do we say about the trouble. He already told you. It's going to be trouble. Hey, Marie, hold oh, where you got put to the side for a minute. We're going to Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1, 2, and 27. That's what we need right now, Marie. Hey, Marie, we need Deuteronomy mm-hmm. 4, 1, 2, and 27. What does it say? Deuteronomy chapter 4, okay. 1, 2, and 27. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. One, two, and twenty-seven. Deuteronomy yes, chapter four, 
and they brought them to continue in their faith, and that ye must through tribulation enter into the kingdom of Yahweh. Ain't that something? Yeah, mother. He said, comfort those that hear the message. Comfort them. Tell them. We're going to have to go through much tribulation mm-hmm. to get to the kingdom of Yahweh, the whole hell, man. No, it's not no cakewalk. Your parents, all of them going to jump you. Your, your closest loved ones going to jump you. You're going through tribulation. He's a couple of the ones that gonna understand that you gotta leave Sunday, Lord God and Jesus, and kick it to the curb. Yeah, you have a fight. That's why I tell you plainly, and that's why the school is so important. You, when you get a mate, it gotta be a, a Luke one verse six. Hey, Marie, what is saying Luke one verse six? When you get a mate, that's why you got to make sure when you get a mate. The mate is one verse six. So you tell the pastor we're gonna have a table set out for him. Come 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 on back. Call the the Saturday. Call two two four six zero zero five five seven nine and we give you the microphone first. You take the microphone. Talk as long as you want to talk about why you keep it Sunday. Call it on the wrong name. Why you eating hogs. Why you ain't got no friends on? We'll give you a whole, a whole table and a microphone mm-hmm. to tell why you don't keep nothing to come to that Bible. We want to hear from you, Mr. Preacher. Call for details at 224-600-5579. Bring your Pete Preacher along and you come with him and watch how we treat him real nice. And we're going to turn the young lines loose on it after he'll pass the microphone on. You got it? Good. What's the reading that mother? Chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. Well, six. make it just 6. Make it 6, Luke mother. Chapter, Luke chapter 1, verse 6. And they were both righteous before Yahweh, walking in all the commandments and honor of the Yahweh blameless. You see that? So when you get a mate, you don't get a mate because you got a Coca-Cola figure or uh, Al's got six uh, wrinkles in his ass so tight, feel like you is a, it's a brick. No, you don't get with nobody that way. You get with somebody that is keeping the law. Keeping the law because all that is going to change as time unfolds. So you need more in common than two minutes in the sheet. You need to both be on the same page keeping the law of YHWH. That's who you should be keeping the law of what he said. Now, Mother, give me one more precept on that. Go to Romans chapter 5, 1, 2, and 3. Help me out there, Mother. Now, Paul is addressing the northern kingdom Israelites. And Romans chapter 5, he's going to go eyeball to eyeball with him in the fifth chapter, 1, 2, and 3. And what did he say, Mother? The book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 1, 2, and 3. Oh, turn back. 
the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 1, 2, and 3. Book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 1, read. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with Yahweh through our Yahweh, Yahweh the Son. Verse 2. By whom also we have, as said, by faith into his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of Yahweh. Verse 3, and not only so, but we glorify in tribulation also knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Verse 4. Verse 4. And, pa- and patience experience and patience experience and experience hope. So we got the glory in tribulation. So we're going to go through this. So when you go to your loved ones, your neighbor, and say, no, I'm, uh, I'm keeping the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. They say, what? You ain't going to be my card buddy no more. You ain't playing no cards with me talking that kind of talk. I ain't hanging out with you no more. We've been doing Sunday and Eastern, eating Easter eggs, and, you know, talking about the Lord God and Jesus. And now you don't talk about some YHWH, Yahweh, Jesus and Daddy. Uh-huh. You ain't my friend no more. Matter of fact, lose my telephone number. You know they going to tell you? They're going to tell you to lose their telephone number. Because you're going to go through these tribulations. And it's going to be the closest one to you to in tribulation. Mm-hmm. Because you still want to, you still want them to be your friend, and you're talking about some Yahweh from Sabbath Day and wearing friends. They ain't hearing that. So now, you, now, now they don't call you no more. You want to, why you don't call me no more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're talking that Yahweh stuff. You're talking about keeping something that you know my parents, your parents, and Uncle Bucket, Sue, and Aunt Susan A., they all kept running at home. Now you tell me we can't do that no more. Lose my telephone number. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Now, Brother Joe, now you got my Hebrews waiting on me, Brother Joe, 12, 4 down to verse 9. I'm ready for it, Brother Joe. What does it say? What does it say there, Brother Joe? Now, where is Brother Joe at? Where is Brother Joe Israel at? So, Mark, you might have to pick it up on Brother Joe. I don't know where after Brother Joe Israel at. So, Mark, you got to pick up that Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 4 down to verse 9. Mother E. See, Marie, you, you ready to go? If, if, if Mother Z, if Mother Z don't got clothes by yet? No, probably not coming. All right. Okay. Hebrews. So let's um, let's get to Hebrews chapter 12, throw down to verse number 9. Let's see what it says down. 
Hey, Brother Joe, when you, when you got your microphone ready, say hallelujah, Brother bro, Joe. Yeah, we know we can uh, reach back and grab you. Say hallelujah, Brother Joe. We'll be waiting on you. Hey, Mother, what it says 12, go down to verse 9 of Hebrews. Come on. The book of Hebrews, chapter 12. Book of the Israelites, chapter 12, verses 4 to 9. Verse 4. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood strife against, against sin. Verse 5. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thy the chastising of the Yahweh, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Verse 6, for whom the Yahweh loveth, he chastises, he chases, and scourges every son whom he receives. Verse 7, if you endure chastising, Yahweh deals with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chastises not? Verse 8. But if you be without chastising, chastisement, where of all the part keepers, takers, where are all the partakers? Then are you bastards and not sons? We go down to verse nine. What verse, y'all, mother? Oh, verse verse nine. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we give them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjected unto the Father of Spirit and live? You see what he said? He said, anybody bust your head yet? <laughs> he said, but the one that the, that the Father and Son love, they get after them. They try them. Now, if you endure the trying from your loved ones when you tell them his name is not Lord God Jesus or Allah Buddha. His name is the four letters Y A W A. What? What you just say? Y A W A. Yes. Bye. Now all you gotta do is ask your telephone that smartphone. What is God's true name? She'll say Y A W A is his true name. You mean on my telephone? Yes. The true name of the creator is on your telephone. All you got to say, telephone. What is God's true name? And then just listen to what the woman says. She's going to tell you, Y-H-W-H. That's his true name. But my mama say it's Lord God and Jesus. Well, and I, and I know I got blessed in that name. I know you got blessed in that name. But understand he got something written 
and Deuteronomy 13, verse 1. Mother, mother, don't read a little bit. Okay, you got blessed in that name, Lord God of Jesus. I ain't going to say that you did. But Moses was told to write something, just in case somebody say that to you. Well, I have many blessings in the Lord God of Jesus. Okay, good. We're going to Hebrews chapter 13. I mean, Deuteronomy 13. We'll read a little bit. Let's find out something. And, hey, Brother Joe, now say, hallelujah, if your microphone back ready, because the WCC said we having trouble with your microphone. So they're trying to log you back in. So whenever you're ready, Joe Israel said, hallelujah, then we know we can switch back over to you for the mother for the mother and myself can listen to you in this lesson take one thirty one. So now we're going to Deuteronomy thirteen verse one, mother. You know, so it's no accident, mother E, you're ready to go and that's a great thing. What is that in Deuteronomy thirteen verse one is read a little bit. Deuteronomy thirteen verse one. If there arise among you a fear uh, a dream of a dream and give thee a sign or a wonder and the sign of the wonder come to pass whereof he speak unto thee saying let us go after other Yahweh which thus have not known and let us serve them verse 3 they shall not hearken unto the word of that shepherd or that dreamer or dream, but the Yahweh, your Yahweh, proved you to know, provoke you to know whether you love the Yahweh, your Yahweh, with all your mind. And with all your soul, verse four, ye shall walk after the Yahweh, your Yahweh, and fear Him, and keep His commandments, and and obey His voice, and you shall serve Him, and cleave unto Him. Verse five, and that fear that. Shepherd or that dreamer or dream will be put to death because he has spoken to turn you away from the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to thirst thee out of the way which Yahweh, your Yahweh command thee to walk in. So shall I put the evil away from the midst of thee. Verse 6. If thy brother, the son of thy mother, or thy son, or thy daughter, or thy wife, or thy bosom, or thy friend, which is as thine own soul, entice thee secretly, saying, Let us go 
and serve other false Yahwahs, serve other Yahwahs, which thou hast not known thus thy nor thy father. Get down to 10 and 11, mother. Okay. Okay, verse 10. Verse 10. Verse 10. Verse 10. And thou shalt... Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 10. And thou shalt... Stone him, the stone that he died, because he has sought to thirst thee away from the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, from the house of Bun, verse 11. And all Israel shall hear and fear and shall do no more. Any such weakness as this is among you. Hear that? So you hear that? No, you you can't stone them now because you go to jail. But you get away from around them. If somebody tell you, well, let's go worship. Well, when we going to worship? We going to worship on Sunday. We going to the the Catholic church on Sunday. Uh Uh-uh. No. No. Uh -uh. I'm getting away from you. But that's wrong. Well, I'm going to a Christian church on Sunday. No, 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 I'm getting away from you, too. No, that's wrong. You say, I don't care if it's your, verse 6, if thy brother tell you that, if thy mother tell you that, or your mm-hmm. thou son tell you that, your daughter, your, even your wife, if she tell you we can eat some Chinese food and some Japanese food and some all, uh-uh. And we can call on any name. We ain't got to call on no Y-H-W-H. We can call on um, Lord God and Jesus. No. See, i tell you, you got to leave that alone. But you'll get all your pushback from your brother, from your mama, your daddy, your daughter, even your wife and your friends. They're going to tell you, well, let's uh let's go to um let's get the Sabbath day. Let's go to the riverboat somewhere. Let's go to let's ride the the, the, the wings of the riverboat. Let's do all that stuff. See, that's what's gonna get you: your job, friends, your mate. Oh, we ain't gotta keep this Sabbath day. We ain't gotta go. Every Sabbath day. No. Well, let's, let's find out this Paul in 18 verse 4, mother, of Acts. Let's, let's, let's find out how many days did Paul keep the Sabbath day. You know, well, we follow Apostle Paul. Well, let's find out how many days did he keep the Sabbath day. Let's go to Acts chapter 18 verse 4. Let's find out can we skip a Sabbath day and go do our own thing on the Sabbath day. Let's see what it says in Acts 18, 4, Mother. Hey, Mother E, what it says in Acts 18, verse 4. Okay. Acts chapter 18, verse 4. 
Acts chapter 18, verse 4 reads, And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Dr. Judas and the Greeks that they not inside. You see that? So Paul kept every Sabbath. So Paul kept every, Now, why did he keep every Sabbath? Why did Paul do that? Let's read Leviticus chapter 24, verse 1 and 8. Why did Paul keep every Sabbath? What did he know to make sure he kept every Sabbath? What is written in Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 8? Hey, Mother E, what's written in the big of 24, verse 1 and 8? Why Paul kept every Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. Why so? Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 8. Leviticus chapter 24, verse 1 and verse 8. Verse 1. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 8, Every Sabbath he shall set it in order before the Yahweh continually, being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. That's why he kept it. Because the law is to keep the Sabbath day. Sundown Friday. Sundown Saturday. Friday. Everlasting. You can't, can't nobody persuade me to do anything on the Sabbath day but keep the Sabbath day. Malachi chapter 4, verse 4, Mother E. Hey, Mother E, Malachi 4, verse 4, what does it say? What it says, written next to Matthew of Malachi 4, verse 4. Mm-hmm. Malachi chapter 4, verse 4. Mm-hmm. What does it say, there, Mother E? Malachi chapter 4, verse 4, read. Malachi chapter 4, verse 4. Remember you, remember you the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horah, Horah. For all Israel with this status and judgment. Hey, that's right. Remember the law of Moses, what I told for all Israel. All Israel is not the people that stole your identity in 1948 in your land called Israel. Them is identity theft people. That's what he got these the agency today is called identity theft. People doing your identity. Got you doing things that you ain't doing nothing. Started in 1948. When he went over in the land, sentence of Esau, translated today as the white man and the white woman. They went over there taking your land, taking your name, and now you after the African American Negro and Christian. See? Mm-hmm. That's what you is now. That's identity theft. They were your biggest business step right there. They got, they is you, and you can't figure out why this thing happened to you. You can't figure it out. Reason you can't figure it out, 
Let's find out why you can't figure it out. Hey, Mo, let's find out why you can't figure it out. Let's run to, let's see if we find out why they can't figure it out, Mo. Let's run to Ecclesiastes 8, verse 5. Let's see if we figure out why they can't figure out to keep the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. Let's see can we check it out, mother, find out what's going on. Because Oprah, now I don't know what Oprah's doing. Now, you maybe somebody got to tell me one day up the road what Oprah's doing. If you're keeping that day For your know. first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Give me that. Oprah Winfrey is a billionaire. She didn't know that her parents were taking on the wrong day all her life. But she got all that money. And she didn't know she was doing the wrong day. But did, but did she make a change? I don't know. Maybe somebody will call old Sear, tell me Oprah, but made a change. She put that vomit down that we read in Second Peter, chapter 19 through 22. She put that stuff down and, and started keeping... The Bible day, Friday night to Saturday night, every Sabbath day. But, hey, Mother, what you read, Mother? You told me, um, Ecclesiastes, I didn't get the rest of it. Uh, eight, I'll make it eight, verse five. Uh, regular book, Ecclesiastes, chapter eight, verse five. What is, what, what do eight, verse five say there, Mother? Ecclesiastes, chapter eight. Verse 5, verse 5 reads, Whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing, and a wise man mind discern both time and judgment. If you are thankful for yourself, you're going to keep the commandment. You're going to keep the commandments because um, in Romans chapter 7, Mother, hey, Mother E, in Romans chapter 7, you're going to keep the commandments. Let's find out why you'll keep the commandments, Mother. And 7 verse 1, 10 down to verse 12 and 16. We're going to look at Romans chapter 7. He said, out of wise, we'll hear this word. And Paul was released to go tell him. He said, why is this going to hit his word? And no evil going to come to them. The wise is going to keep the commandments. Why so, mother? Romans chapter 7, verse 1, 10 down to verse 12 and 16. Hey, mother E, what can say, mother E? Romans chapter 7, verse 1. Verse 10 to 12 and verse 16. Romans chapter 7, verse 1. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the truth, know the law, 
how that the law have dominion over a man as long as he lives. Verse 10. And the commandments which was ordained to life I find to be unto death. Verse 11. For sin taketh occasion by the commandment, deceiving me, and by it slew me. Verse 12. Wherefore, the law is righteous, and the commandment righteous, and just, and good. Verse 16. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Yeah. Paul said the law is good. He said that's why he kept he keep it because it's good. Now what did Paul say in twenty four verse fourteen, Mother Acts twenty four fourteen? So Paul was telling those that have escaped from the covenant that you got to come back and keep the law, the commandment and statutes. It is just and it's good. It's good for your soul to keep the Sabbath day. Sunday on Friday, Sunday on Saturday. It's good for y'all, Paul says. Now, Paul says in Acts 24, 14, mother, what did Paul say that we can read in Acts 24, verse 14? The book of Acts, chapter 24. Verse 14, but this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so which I, the Yahweh of my father, believe in all things which are written in the law and in the seal. You see that? See, Paul said he believed all that, but your preacher said it's done away with it. But Paul is telling Northern Kingdom, I believe all that's written back there. Okay? So who right? Your Sunday preacher right with the Lord God and Jesus, no prejudice? Or is Paul right? Why do you quote Paul, but you leave this part out? Now, when we read about keep the law and bring no evil on you, Solomon, his daddy wrote something too. What did his daddy say, mother, in the 34th chapter of Psalms? We're going to find what did his daddy say. Now, let's see this song contradict what his daddy say. Psalm 34, verse 18, 19, and 22. Let's find out what his song say, mother. Psalm 34, 18, 19, and 22. Now, look at all. Look at the big station WCC say World Council Churches. He says, here, you are messed us up. We gonna we gonna blot out right now. Uh, back. The microphone. Uh, we gonna let him talk. He said, we gonna we we gonna let him talk. We ain't gonna let him talk. Uh, brother. Uh, what his name? Uh, Joe Israel. See, see, I keep telling you, that's why it's so important for you to learn this word before 
the school, the banquet hall, the radio station come. Because we got to have a lot of teachers. So you got to get in where you're standing in at. You got to be a teacher. Like we, we inviting, you bring your pastor, and we'll set a table for you out in the land on south, east, north, west. And bring your preacher by and, and let us know why you keep Sunday, glory of God and Jesus, don't want no friends. Come and, come and show up, and we'll put the young lines on you, and they'll let you talk until you're tired of talking. Come around by 12 o'clock. Call the number 224-600-5579, and have your pastor come by, and we'll put a table up on him, you know, and let him take the microphone and tell us why you keeping Sunday and eating hog. Why are you eating that hog? and that gumbo soup, and not wearing no fringes, and keeping Sunday. Give us a call on 224-600-5579, and we'll sit up, and we'll put you out there in the yard, up on a microphone, and you tell everybody that you want to hear why you keeping Sunday the wrong day, not the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. Give us a call. Let's talk about it. We put some young lines on you. Psalm 34, 18, 19, and 22. Come on there, a mother. What it says, Psalm 34, 18, 19, and 22. Psalm chapter 34, verse 18, 19, and 22. Verse 18. The Yahweh is not unto them that are of a broken mind and Faith such as be of a contrite spirit. Verse 19. Many are the afflicted of the righteous, but the Yahweh delivers him out of them all. Verse 19. Many are, are the afflicted of the righteous. Righteous, but the Yahweh delivered them out of mine hand, out of them all. Verse 22. The Yahweh redeems the the souls of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be deafened. Yes. He said, Yahweh will deliver you. He'll deliver you out of your trouble. But you you got to believe. You got to believe the Bible. You can't believe what what, what Aunt Willie May said. And um Uncle Buck uh Jackson, what he said. You can't go with that no more. You gotta go with the Bible. Yahweh can deliver you. He said he can deliver you. That's up to you. It's up to you. But you're going to lose all your contact numbers. They're going to tell you, um, take, my, take my number out your contact phone. Talking that Lord, uh, no more Lord God and Jesus talk. Take me out your contact phone. See, that, that won't happen. It's up to you. Now, we're going to um, talk about Let's go finish up. We we never got back to Nehemiah. Go back to Nehemiah, mother. 
Lord, to Nehemiah chapter 9, 12 down to verse 14. Nehemiah chapter 9, Nehemiah 9, 12 through 14. And um, Nehemiah. first, Job Israel, when you're ready, say hallelujah, we know you're ready. You got your microphone ready. Your company ain't disturbed you where you cannot finish the broadcast. So, Brother Joe, when you, whenever you're ready, say hallelujah, Brother Joe. Hey, Marie, what it says in Nehemiah 9, 12 through 14? The book of Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 12 to 14. Verse 12 reads, Moreover, thus leadest them in the day by a cloud or pillar, and in the night by a pillar of fire, to give them light in the way wherein they should go. Verse 13, thus cometh down also upon Mount Sinai, and speaketh with them from heaven, and give and giveth them right judgment and true laws, good statutes and and commandments. Verse fourteen. And made it known unto them thou righteous Sabbath, and commanded them precepts. That's big talk, mother. That's big talk, mother. He gave them the righteous the righteous Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, and commanded them to do the precepts. That means go here a little bit and there a little bit. See, that is a commandment to precept, and we teach you how to precept your Bible by listening to the broadcast or coming to one of the six anointed camps. You got it's, it's a commandment to precept your Bible. Moses just read, he gave you his holy Sabbath. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, and command you to precept your Bible. You got to go here a little bit and there a little bit. You can't talk a good game. You got to read a good game. Let's go to Proverbs 24, mother, verse 10. We're going to Proverbs 24, verse 10, mother. Proverbs 24, verse 10. What's that say? Proverbs 24, verse 10. Book of Proverbs, chapter 24, verse 10. Proverbs, chapter 24, verse 10 reads, If thou, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Is that, is that so that he just turn on you and you start fainting? Otherwise, you ain't you, you ain't got enough juice to make it. You say your strength is small. So you think when somebody show you that Sunday is the wrong day, his name is not Lord God and Jesus. Uh, children of Israel, old branches, the people in 1948 taking your land, boot you out and call you African American Negro of color. 
And if you faint when a birthday hit, is that your strength? You, you, you ain't no cow. If they can't use you, because it's going to get hot. Let's go to Second Timothy. People be built for these days. See, the sixth and on account of bosses of the two is a lot. We built for these days. We ready to show who we, we ain't going to try to win the bump the gum contest. We'll let the preacher talk all day long on the microphone. We'll be very courteous with him. And we come up with some mail. We appoint him to Timothy chapter 3, 2 Timothy 3, mother, 10 mm-hmm. down to verse 12. Hey, mother, what is it saying? 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10, 11, and 12. What is it saying, mother? 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10, verse 11, and verse 12. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10. But I have fulfilled, fully known my doctrine, manner of life, proposed, proposed, faith, long suffering, charity, and patience. Verse 11. Persecution, affliction, which come unto me. As in any art, Arcania, and Latak, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all, the Yahweh delivered me. Betrayal. Yea, and all that will live, Yahweh, and Yahweh the Son, shall suffer. Persecution. Yeah. So if you live, Yahweh, you're going to suffer persecution. And it's going to come from your closest friend. It'll come from mama. When you start telling mama, mama, I'm not eating no more hog no more. What? <laughs> I raised you on eating uh, hog sandwich, pig meat. I raised you eating um, pig meat. Huh? What do you mean you're not eating no more pig meat? I raised you on center court pork chop. Pig meat. Now, you going to sit back in your heels and tell me you ain't eating no more? And you know I raised you eating on, on my gumbo soup with your go. Catfish head in it, <laughs> and shrimp, and lobster tail, and uh, and, and a little uh, fat back bacon in there. I raise you on having green with ham hock to season the green. I raise you eating ham hock and season the green because the, the greens taste better with the ham hock in it. I raised you eating bacon. That's that. Huh? And you tell me you ain't eating no more of that. Good. Now, you, you hurt you hurt your mama's feelings. They got your dad out there trying crying behind that. Because he, he's a smoke ham. Put him in a smokehouse and just smoke the ham till it's so tender. 
You touch him on the back and the meat fall off, fall in your, in your plate. You smoke him up all, got a big old smoke house in the back. And you got the old, old pig meat turned upside down. Take a plate outside, just touch him on his back. And the meat just fall in your plate. <laughs> I raise you like that. And you tell me you're not eating eat no more of my, um, uh, what I've been raised your on. Let's go back to the book, mother. So, um, we found out that, um, let's go to the 16th chapter, mother, of Exodus, pick a verse, number 28 down to verse 30. We go on to Exodus. Chapter 16, verse 28 down to verse 30, Mother. Hey, hey Mother E, what is it say in Exodus 16, 28 down to verse 30? What is it say there, Mother? Look at Exodus 16, 28 to 30. Exodus 16. Mm-hmm. Down to verse 28, down to verse 30, mother. 
This nigga's 28 and 29. That's all. 
that you may know that I am the Yahweh that do sanctify you. Verse 14. Ye shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is righteous unto you. Everyone that defies it shall surely be put to death, for whosoever you is in the word therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. 15. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest, righteous to the Yahweh. Whosoever doeth any word in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generation for a perpetual covenant. Verse 17. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days Yahweh made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Verse 18. And he gave unto Moses, when he had made an end of communion with him upon Mount Sinai, two tables of testimony, tables of stone written with the fingers of Yahweh. Uh-huh. Give me Luke 4.16, Luke 4.16, you see that? So he signed his name on the Sabbath day. He said, Moses, when the children of Israel, the one you call African-American, Negro, and Christian, the Sabbath day is a sign between me and you. When you're keeping the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, you're doing Yahweh's business on the Sabbath day. Now, here he is, gave that order. Now, he's coming in the, in the body. And Luke 4, 16, let's see what he's the biggest hypocrite ever lived by telling you to keep something. He didn't keep it. Luke chapter 4, verse 16, what does it say, Mother? The book of Luke chapter 4, verse 16. And he come to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. You see that? So he'd be the biggest hypocrite in the world. And how could a man say he was a replacement for, for him? And you ain't doing nothing the man told you to do. Let's give me Ezekiel, Mother, chapter 20, verse 4, 5, 10 to 12, 19 and 20, and a closing statement, Mother. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse oh. 4 and 5. <laughs> then skip down to 10 to 12, and 19 and 20, and a closing statement there, Mother. And then let them know to hold on now. But now, he'll be the biggest hypocrite in the world to tell everybody else to keep the Sabbath day, and he don't keep it. So the son kept the Sabbath day. 
Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday, every Saturday. So you're not following him. You're not following Paul. When you're keeping Sunday, you're following Satan the devil. When you're eating hogs, you're doing contrary to the Bible. But if you didn't know, time to Acts 319, repent. Exodus chapter 20, 4, 5, 10 through 12, 19 and 20, and the close of David's mother. Do it all, mother. And grandchild, come on. Ezekiel chapter 20, verses 4, 5, 10 to 12, 19 to 20. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 4. Will thou judge them from a man? Will thou judge them? Cause them to know the abomination of their fathers. Verse 5. And say unto them, Thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, In the day when I chose Israel and lifted up my hand unto the unto the seed of the family of Jacob, Israel, and made myself known unto them in the land of Egypt, when I lifted up my hand unto them, saying, I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Verse uh, 10. Verse 10. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 10. Wherefore, I caused them to go forth out of the land of Egypt, and brought them into the wilderness. Verse 11. And I gave them my statutes, and showed them my judgment, which if a man do, he shall even live in them. Verse 12. Moreover, also I gave them my Sabbath to be a sign between me and thee, me and them that they might know that I am the Yahweh that sanctified them. Verse 19, I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh, walk in my statutes and keep my judgment and do them. Verse 20, and hollow my Sabbath, and they shall be a sign between me and you, that you may know that I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. You see that? That's excellent. That's excellent, mother. You see that, mother? The Sabbath day is a sign between you and him. <laughs> mother, you do it all the grass down. How about you close the table and let them know to hold on? So we're gonna go back to Brother Job and get his closing statement on the, on the, on this tape thirty one. So mother, you stood tall and grand style, no doubt about it. You show why you wanted the mothers out of Camp One, out of the Camp One, and one of the mothers that believed by action. So mother, what's your closing statement? You'll take your time and come on. Thank and praising y'all for the class. Thank and praising y'all for the teachers. Thank and praising y'all for the listeners. And I'd like to say to the listeners, the whole on. Don't give up. Hallelujah. 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 Excellent. You're 
Your mother say, hold on and don't give up. Now, Brother Joe, can you give me Revelation chapter 6, 9 through 11 and a closing statement that Brother Joe will catch tomorrow at 6 o'clock? Brother Joe, Israel, give me Revelation chapter 6, 9 through 11 and a closing statement that Brother Joe. Come on. Revelation chapter 6. Verse 9 through 11 and a closing statement there, Brother Joe. Revelation 6, 9 through 11 and a closing statement there, Brother Joe. And catch you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Come on. Revelation chapter Revelation chapter 6 and verses 5 through 11. And he reads. 9, 9 through 11. 9 through 11, Brother Joe. 9 through 11. Come on. Okay, 9 through 11. Revelation chapter, chapter 6, verse 9 through 11, and it reads, And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of Yahweh and for the testimony which they held. Verse 10, And they cried, with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Yahweh, righteous and true, just thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Mm-hmm. Verse 11. And white robe were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little while, a little season, until their settled servants also their brethren that should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled. So you see, some of us don't have to die for this word. Some of us got to be killed for this word. But you got to hold on for your blessing. Some of us was made to catch problems. Although you're doing it right as you possibly can. But some of us is going to pay the price because it was already prophesied to happen. So when tribulation problems come on you, maybe you've been chosen to deal with it, but to still teach his word to the end. Come on, brother Joe of Israel, close the thing and catch your laws in your box. All yours, come on. Israel of Seed Royal. This has been a wonderful, wonderful lesson again that you have shown through the book that we should and we will because we made a statement in the book of Exodus that we will do every and all things for Moses, the seal Moses, he went and told the Yahweh 
they, we will do everything and be obedient.